live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. If that doesn't give you chills right there, well, I think most of you know why we're playing this. Earlier this afternoon, we lost one of the greatest basketball players in the history of mankind, Kobe Bryant. And it's going to be one of those instances, Freak Nation, where we look back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, just like I do with Stevie Ray Vaughan every August. And think, that's when we lost Stevie Ray. You're going to look back towards the tail end of January every year of your life and remember exactly where you were when you got the news that Kobe Bryant lost his life in a helicopter accident. He, along with his 13-year-old daughter, at this point, we're not sure the other names have not been released. Unless, Crasher, you've seen anything I've seen, Statman, unless you've seen... Anything on your end? Nothing? No. Last I read, which was not was not long ago, is that they were still trying to reach all the next of kin. Yeah. Now, there was a, uh, I think it was a baseball coach in Southern California who had coached several major league players. The family name was Altobelli. His entire, he, his wife, and at least one of his kids were all killed in the uh in the crash. That's been announced on ESPN this evening. Oh, that's new to me. Okay. Whoa. I'll tell Belly. So, coach. Pretty well-known coach yeah. in Southern California. Yeah. Whoa. You could you could probably find it on Google. I've, I've been listening to a lot of ESPN. I haven't taken the time to look it up on Google, but he was a well-known coach and had coached several players in the major leagues. Just shakes you to the core, doesn't it, Stat? Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about this ever since I heard it. I lived in L.A. for fifty years. I was there when he got there, and his career obviously was great. Although he did stand in a parking lot one night and demand to be traded because he was upset that the Lakers weren't winning. Um, There are some who would argue that him staying for two years after his skills were diminished took uh, a lot out of the Lakers and kept them from rebuilding. And uh, as a father of a daughter and a granddaughter and five, uh, uh, you know, brother to five sisters, the legal problems he had in Colorado, I just can't get around. Um, but he's a, he's a, he's a human being, uh, but the deification of the man, uh, today has troubled me. And you see that, and I've seen it on Twitter and 
unfortunately, or regardless of the word, the proper word or proper word I'm using here, it's it trails Kobe. I think the to go back on your line of daughter, granddaughter, and multiple sisters in your family, it's it's hearing that his 13 year old daughter was on that helicopter with him, and that his wife Vanessa with the additional children. Yeah, I mean that he had he had four daughters, and three of those girls are going to not have a father. They're not going to have a sister, and I don't know if Vanessa's. I don't know. I don't know. They're obviously. I don't know their family situation, their money situation, but I know that he married Vanessa right out of high school. Uh, she was. And I don't know if she's prepared to do anything. Uh, so she's going to have a hard time raising uh, those girls without their father in the house. Uh, that's going to be difficult for her. She's, it's you know, obviously it's an accident. Obviously this wasn't planned. Uh, but it's just a tragedy on so many levels. We're talking about the loss of Kobe Bryant, where it is just rocketed uh, across the country and affected many people, whether it was sports stars, actors, motorsport stars, musicians. Yeah, it's been all over the Grammys. Aerosmith just finished about five minutes ago in the Grammy Awards, and in the background, they're hold- them with Run DMC, by the way, and they're holding up Kobe's jersey throughout pretty much the second half of the song. Yep. We're going to reset with some affiliates, Freak Nation, to get back to a big old Sunday night show coming up. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates here on the Freak Nation. How you doing, man? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. A little somber tonight for, for good reason. With the news of Kobe Bryant losing his life, his daughter, and others in a helicopter accident. Coming up in the show, Ryan Briscoe, Rolex 24 winner. He'll be here. Michael Self, ARCA Series driver, running on the General Tires. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. And Cooper Webb, 2019 Supercross champion. He'll be joining us. The first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tires. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find the tire for your ride. you got a big, fat SUV, a four-wheel drive. What about an F-250? Put some GTs in that bad boy. GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Kenny mentioned it. Supercross. They were in Phoenix this weekend, and in the 250s, it was Austin Forkner winning the overall with a first, a first, and a third in the Triple Crown 12-minute moto format. But when it came to the 450s, for the first time in Supercross's Triple Crown short history, one rider swept all the motos, and claim the overall. This, following up his win last week in Anaheim, Ken freaking Roxon put the exclamation point on the statement of him, uh, yeah, saying, I'm back. But yes, the biggest story on the weekend was the racing weekend, at least, was the 24 hours of Daytona, a.k.a. the first day back of school after such a long off season. <laughs> yes, so long for NASCAR people, right? Mm-hmm. Winning the overall again, Wayne Taylor Racing. Get this, you guys. This team, Wayne Taylor Racing, has claimed the top spot, the top overall, what, four out of the last five years now? It's crazy what this team has been able to do. This year's driver lineup was 
full-time riders, full-time drivers, excuse me, Ryan Briscoe and Ranger Vanderzandy, and they were partnered with five-time IndyCar champ Scott Dixon and last year's win- winner, Kamui Kobayashi. The drive of the decade, though, had to be Ryan Briscoe as during his last stint, get this, he lost all electrical controls. He then reset them himself. He missed a pit lane light. He was penalized, dropped a fourth overall, which was one lap down. Yet before he was out of the cockpit, he had he got that car not only just back on the lead lap, but back into the lead, and they won by almost a minute. It's insane. That guy, by the way, Ryan Briscoe, will join us next on Speed Freaks and SpeedFreaks.tv. Along with Ryan Briscoe, Michael Self, ARCA Series pilot, getting set for the Daytona 200, the Lucas Oil 200. It's all coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. Mav TV televises off road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. Mav TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. Mav TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand. Your Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
From the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, coming up on 20 years, June of 2020. It'll be 20 years of us doing this damn thing. And back in the Freak Nation, once again, a Rolex 24 winner overall for the first time. When I say overall, the fastest damn car on the track. Ryan Briscoe joining us here in the Freak Nation. This is your third Rolex that you won. In other words, your third Rolex watch. You have two kids and a wife, and you... Uh, when the hell are you going to be able to get yourself a Rolex watch, Ryan? Wait, wait. <laughs> um, I'm just a lucky guy, aren't I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you think about that, though, man. I mean, how many guys or how many drivers can say they've won three Rolex watches? That's huge. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, um, it's such a difficult race to win. And there are so many deserving drivers and teams, you know, that that come every year and just fall short for some reason or another. And uh, sometimes it's just being at the right place. And uh, I, I knew that when I was signing to race with Wayne Taylor racing that, you know, that gives you one of the best opportunities to win here at Daytona, though. I mean, if you think about it, this is Wayne's third uh, win as a team in the last four years. I mean, that's just incredible. So, um, yeah, I'm, I just feel very lucky to be a part of the team and, uh, and, and uh, you know, be a part of the, the winning program today. Would you say, Ryan Briscoe, overall Rolex 24 winner joining us here in the Freak Nation, that you, what you just said is pretty incredible because you have Penske, Ganassi, I could go Shank, regardless, I could go on and on and on. Do you think it's the fact that he has the familiarity of these long-distance races that he just knows the process, well, at least the best process to at least keep that car on the track? Well, I mean, that plays a huge part towards his success here at Daytona. Um, Wayne has won here as a driver uh, a couple of times, and also Le Mans, and now as a team owner, I believe, three times. So, I mean, it's just incredible. And I heard Wayne talking about that today, that he thinks, you know, just his experience and stuff plays a big part. Um, but it, it's the crew that he's put together, the engineering, and uh, I guess, you know, the drivers play a small part of it as well. But, um, you know, my teammates this year with, with uh, Renger van der Zander, who's my full-time teammate, Kamui Kabayashi, and Scott Dixon. I mean, it was just a, a great group of guys. We all worked really hard together. Um, no egos, you know, just all towards one goal of, of winning, and uh, you know, it, it was just a, a perfect recipe. Ryan Briscoe, you've been with great teams in the past. You know what it feels like when chemistry comes together and you feel like you can't be stopped. What was it about this Wayne Taylor racing crew that dominated a bunch of great teams and drivers in the Rolex 24 this weekend? Uh, yeah, we were a bit surprised, actually. I mean, throughout all practice and qualifying, we were not the class of the field. And um, But, you know, when when the green flag dropped, 
you know, we didn't go out blazing quick right away, but I could tell that over the duration of a stint, we were really strong. Uh, we seemed to be the easiest on the tyres, the most consistent over a long run. And I think that as the race played out, being such a, a green race, you know, with very few yellows, um, our pace of our consistency of pace just really played uh, paid dividends, and um, that's what really made the difference in the end. Ryan Briscoe joining us here in the Freak Nation, overall winner for the Rolex 24 Hours, the 2020 version. And, yeah, it's just, let's talk about stints, because you had arguably the most miraculous stint of the entire race, or a stint, <laughs> a couple of stints, and you've had some crazy drives in the past. How, can you take us through, even just a little bit, mentally, what you were going through with about four to five hours to go? You first have mechanical issues, then you have an issue in the pits, you are relegated to fourth, you're a lap down, but you still, in that stint, you still managed to get the lead back. What is going on throughout your mind? Did that really all happen in one stint? I mean, I, yes. I just don't remember. <laughs> Everything's a bit of a fog at the moment. Like, um, yeah, it was crazy, though. I just I just remember I got in the car, and we had a huge lead, like almost a lap lead. And then it was within, like, 30 minutes. I'd had a mechanical issue, driven through the pits, and next thing I'm getting a penalty with a with a stop and hold for 60 seconds, and all of a sudden we're a lap down. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, what is Wayne thinking right now? <laughs> and, in fact, I think Wayne was almost to, on his way to Orlando back home. He was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Realized that. But I just, you know, I was like, okay, we've got, like, four hours to go here. So I just thought, you know, I've got to put my head down and just concentrate on what I can control. And, um, yeah, it was crazy. I mean... From a lap down, we got lucky. Another yellow came. I got the lap back. And next thing, you know, I'm back with the leaders, and, and I just had to pick my way through, and, and the car was strong. Um, it was incredible. And next thing, we've got the lead, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. So <laughs> uh, the rest is history. Ryan Briscoe, the team did come back from a mistake. Do you allow yourself to go to that negative place to think that, well, maybe we just can't win it now? Or do you have to put that all out of your mind and keep pressing ahead? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think I drove for eight or nine hours a lot of places. <laughs> and, uh, look, when the car, it switched off on me and... I lost all the power steering. Everything went dark. And I thought we were done. And I just, my heart just fell to the floor. And I thought, I cannot believe we're out of this race. Like, we're done. And I said that on the radio. I was like, guys, I think we're done. Like, mm. but then, you know, it was an electrical issue. I was able to reset it and the car came back to life. And it was one of the most relieving moments uh, of my life almost. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, we're still in the race, and uh, but you know that it's just racing, and and that's sort of the um, the highs and lows you go through in a twenty four hour race. You know, it's it's almost impossible for everything to go absolutely perfect for twenty four hours. You're gonna have issues. You just need to stay in the fight. Ryan, now what the hell do you do for two months? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna try to stay out of trouble. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, you know, my, I've got my two girls, they're three and six, um, you know, and they keep me really busy when I'm not racing, but, 
you know, I'm, I'm doing a half marathon in March before Sebring, so I'll be doing lots of running and training for that. Um, but I don't have any races before Sebring. Uh, I'm just concentrating on the IMSA WeatherTech Championship this year. Um, we'll be doing, you know, lots of uh, meetings and so forth. Um, we might be testing before Sebring as well. But, uh, you know, the main focus between now and then is going to be uh, how can how can we win Sebring? Follow this guy on Twitter, on Instagram, Ryan underscore Briscoe. And I expect to see more photos of you and the family on the slopes, too. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Any plans to get you in a open-wheel car for the Indy 500? Um, I, I mean, I haven't been looking actively. Um, you know, if if something good came up, you know, I feel like I'm I'm still game for it. But, you know, I'm... I'm not out there searching for it because it's so stressful. And I did a few years of doing that. And, you know, I think I aged about 10 years in, in the space of two uh, searching for an Indy 500 ride. So um, I'm, I'm pretty content with my IndyCar career. Um, I'm excited about what I've got in front of me with, with sports cars. And, and I'm just loving it at the moment. Bam. After drives like this weekend, it's, wow. It's just, yeah, it's incredible <laughs> to see you behind the wheel. Love seeing some of the things you've done. But I do want to, before we let you go, I want to go back to Kenny's original question. You you are wearing your first Rolex watch that you won in Daytona. Nicole got the second one. You have two girls to fight over this third one. This is not going to be necessarily fun for you when you go home. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also bringing home two teddy bears. <laughs> so, um, you know what? If I present a watch to teddy bears, I think they're going to go for the teddy bears. So, <laughs> well done. <laughs> so this this watch actually is exactly the same one as the one that uh, I gave to Nicole two years ago. So now now we've got matching Rolexes. So it's it's beautiful. Isn't Man. that cute? Badass. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. uh, RB, I'm sure we'll get you back in the Freak Nation sometime within the year with uh, another win or two. Appreciate you doing this, buddy. All right. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Coming up in moments, your stat man scat in reference to this weekend's Rolex 24. I want to talk a little bit about that. So your stat man scat coming up and Michael Self, ARCA series pilot, getting set for the Lucas Oil 200 at Daytona. Is that? That's just two weeks from now, isn't it? Holy smokes. Yeah. So, yeah, Michael Self coming up. Also, Cooper Webb, your 2019 Supercross champion, he'll be joining us. More Freaks coming up from Lucas Oil Studios. I've never understood why Americans fought against global racing rule books, but I'm glad motor racing's new economic order has forced everyone to agree on some common racing formulas. Friday, IMSA and the people who run Le Mans announced new rules that will converge global hypercars and IMSA's new LMDH category starting next year. The smaller field at this weekend's Rolex 24 will tell you why. Entries are down 
30% in the last five years. Manufacturer disinterest in expensive rules speaks volumes. Again, car makers, especially their stockholders, want to sell cars, not just support motor racing with big budgets. Just understand that pragmatic people are being forced to make pragmatic decisions going into racing's future and will all benefit as we head down this motor racing road less travel. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The big game is right around the corner, and the basketball season is off and rolling. And now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite teams. Every spread, every total, every winner, every loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through it all. BetOnline.ag has all of the big game wagering action that you could ask for, including everyone's favorites. The prop bets. How long will the national anthem go? Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? There are literally hundreds of props to bet on before the game even starts. So head on over to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on everything about the big game. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, betonline.ag. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com.
Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. We talk about it every Sunday night. June 25th, 2000. June 25th, 2020. We'll mark 20 years. 20 years of Speed Freaks. And you think of those 20 years, and I mentioned this at the top of the show. Fortunately, well, regardless, Stevie Ray Vaughan's helicopter crash didn't happen while we were on the air. But my point was... You just know where you were when you got news when someone significant in your life passes. And you go through the 20 years of our existence. And I know, I even know which way we were facing on a street in Las Vegas (laughs) when we got the phone call about Eric Medlin losing his life in Gainesville. Oh, our former co-host Lugnuts and myself. We were in Bristol. Yeah. So you and Statman were somewhere, and Lug and myself were in another place when we found yeah. out about Eric Medlin. Yeah. That doesn't even include uh, uh, Earnhardt. Jeez, oh, that was our first year. Dale our Earnhardt. Our very first yeah. February, yeah. Yeah, we were just months into this thing, and mm-hmm. uh, how it changed. We had to... Go out of town that following week when all the planes were grounded. I mean, that was that oh, was that a, was that was nine eleven. Yeah, and then yeah, Sheesh. that oh, was that later was on in that year. Yeah, yeah that, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. Alec, that was Alex Zanardi the same that same yeah. weekend. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, IndyCar cart at the time, the, half of the, their people were already overseas for those two. I think it was what Germany and, and England. They were already overseas, so they're like, well, even though all these other flights have been canceled. We got to still run our race and oh yeah, that what a wicked week that was. Our flights were canceled up to Sacramento, so we ended up driving <laughs> just oh, But yeah, the Dale Earnhardt senior death, that was the first one we had to No, that was not the first one we had to deal with, but that was the first big one that we had to deal with once we were fully into the show because to be perfectly honest, the first one was Kenny Irwin. Mm-hmm. Kenny Irwin and Adam Petty and Tony Roper. All that summer, yeah. Adam Adam Petty happened just prior, or just right around like when we started. Two weeks before we started, yeah. yeah. Yep. He said, I, re- "I remember I was in a U-Haul truck with Sean, my big brother, little brother, my my little brother, driving him to Northern California when I got word that Scott Coletta oh, had wow. crashed. Oh, and that wow. was in English Town. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know yeah, exactly I where. Go ahead, step in. No, so we had Daryl Russell. That was That's another terrible. one that we lost. And somebody had just given me pictures that they had taken of uh, Daryl Russell and I at the top end of some racetrack mm-hmm. exchanging phone numbers over the fence <laughs> so I could <laughs> call him. And uh, I just got that was looking at it and remembering the moment. And the next thing you know, he's gone. I mean, it just that, that's happened to us several times uh, too many but it's happened to us several times it's just it's you know the, these 20 years have been very uh, had some extremely high altitude highs and some in the valley lows just a it's been a crazy time Daryl Russell was exactly where I was going to go next because I remember all of us in the ESP the ESPN 710 Studios in Los Angeles. And because Saint, the St. Louis drag race was going on at night and it happened when we were on the air and all of a sudden 
we get phone calls. I don't even think texting was a big thing back then. But then we also found out while we were on air, just about six months after we had partied with this guy in at the, the beginning of the Dakar rally, and he's just one of the most legendary motorsports talents ever, Colin McRae. There's another helicopter. Colin McRae going oh, down. Yeah. I yeah. believe, was that on his own property in Scotland? Yeah, yeah it was... That was a strange time. I was doing a race in um, Salt Lake City outside at the Utah Motorsports Complex, whatever it was called. And somebody opens the door and hands me a piece of paper and, uh, you know, here. And I was talking to uh, a driver, uh, you know, who was, you know, not racing at the time. And, you know, I've got to sit there and read that and try to maintain some decorum. After we had just met this guy, I yeah. mean, it just, wow, crazy. I'd forgotten that, Chris. But I do think that the most difficult one, at least personally for me, was October 16th. Was that 2011? Or, yeah, tw- 2011. When, yeah, we're there at the track and Dan Weldon loses his life and, and we're there in the media center and nobody is saying a damn thing. Yet we're hearing all these rumblings coming from the medical center and we're we're seeing other drivers crying right in front of us and then they pull all the drivers into a driver's meeting that was an emotional roller coaster and we knew what was going on but we had to wait hours before the official announcement and then four or five hours later we're in the studio and find out speaking of helicopters coming from that exact same race weekend off-road champion rick huseman and his brother go down in a helicopter on their way back from vegas to Los Angeles. And it's just like, how could that day get any worse? Two mega motorsports stars. It's just, yeah. You're right. We have had some of the most epic highs and drastically vicious lows. Stan, I was talking to Suave, Richie, about this prior to us going on the, on the air, one of our producers. And I don't recall in the popularity of social media or Twitter, Twitter's timeline of all the trends that you could see top 10 top 20 trends were all related to kobe bryant i have not seen that yet i don't even think with prince when he died that it it was top to bottom all related to kobe bryant yeah excuse me the the crazy thing about Kobe, at 41, way too young uh, to be gone, especially in the life that he had led after he got married, began to build a family, and became uh, a father and not a basketball icon. He was leading a different life, and his um, his name, his brand – shall we say, especially after the Academy Award for the animation, uh, his brand was growing far beyond basketball. And uh, people were beginning to appreciate more than his jump shot. So we're a little somber tonight, Freak Nation. Pardon us for that, but then again, I think you understand. Causes quite a bit of reflection. It caused me to make sure my lips were on the the mouth of my daughter a little bit longer tonight Mm -hmm. driving into the studio uh, saying goodbye to her just just because Um, 
we could we can use all the metaphors that we could possibly use, but just the the old saying of "kiss them while you got them." I don't know if that's an old saying, but just, just appreciate them, snuggle yeah, with them, it, hug uh, them. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it's it's just bonkers. It's it just it just didn't want to just sat around yeah. when that happened. I just sat around. I just <laughs> sat the freak around and and watched my daughter play with her friend. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you cannot let people that you care about not know that you care about them. Yeah. Coming up next, Freak Nation, Michael Self. It's a great dude, man. Uh, just recently found that he's going to be running full-time in the ARCA Racing Series on those general tires, getting set for the Lucas Oil 200 at Daytona coming up, well, a week from Saturday. Uh, running there at Daytona National Speedway. Better late than never. Yeah. Coming up next, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Promise myself I wouldn't leave. One more promise I couldn't keep it Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor, and there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers, and it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. 
Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Waiting, watching the clock. It's four o'clock. It's got to Back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. You follow us on Twitter, Facebook. We're there for you. You can't miss us. And, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Michael Self has been in the Freak Nation numerous times after big wins in the ARCA series. And And he wins a lot. Yeah. So he's in here a lot. Yeah, Michael (laughs) Self with the ARCA series. Back with Venturini Motorsports. And explain to us. Uh, what, two or three months ago, we didn't see this happening, or it hadn't happened, but now you're back in a full-time ride with Venturina Motorsports. You talk about cutting it close. Yeah, I mean, you know, frankly, I uh, after Kansas there, I wasn't sure this was going to happen either. I actually had kind of, I guess, uh, around the end of the year there, kind of settled into thinking that we were going to run, you know, kind of a handful of races here in 2020, and maybe some of the big tracks, um, similar to what i did in 2018 and and that was okay you know we just had to look um you know kind of look at the big picture and see that it was still okay that i was going to be be driving some but fortunately things just came together over the off season sinclair stepped back up and uh, you know it was cool to see them want to continue their partnership with venturini with myself and in the arca series and um we had a couple other sponsors come on board that are going to fill out some of the rest of the race of this season for us and things just kind of started piecing themselves together there through uh through the holiday season and and uh here we are getting ready to go to daytona for um, a shot at championship redemption here in a couple weeks you talked a little bit about what you did in 2018 well somebody that you were partnered up with in 2018 was kevin reed and he's going to be atop your box again this year that has to make you excited as well yeah, Kevin and I have had a lot of success in the past. I think if you look at the the 2008 year, when the races that we ran together, we we won Daytona, we won Chicagoland, we finished third at oh, we finished third at Talladega, we finished third at Kansas, finished third at Michigan. Um, we had one of the best cars at Charlotte. I made a mistake and took us out of that one, but you know our average finish over the races that we had together there in 2018 was somewhere in the in the high twos. Um, <laughs> And even when you look back in 2017, when I ran a couple races over at Mason Mitchell Motorsports, when Kevin was over there, uh, went and ran, ran third at Pocono, ran uh, fourth at Iowa, led a whole bunch of laps there. And um, Kevin's just someone that I've always gotten gotten along with really well from a driver crew chief standpoint. Um, you know, I've had a, a good relationship with him in that aspect. I think he understands my feedback, and I understand how he how he does things on top of the box and. 
Um, hopefully that carries over this year. Hopefully we can find the speed that we had back when we were together in 2018 and, and pick right back up on that, especially at Daytona. Having chemistry on track is obviously crucial. That's your guys' jobs. But are you guys, either one of you, the type that you want to have that chemistry off the track as well? Do you do dinners when you pull up, you know, under the tunnel from the speedways? Do you do you do other things on non-race weekends together? Yeah, yeah, I think both of us absolutely do. That, that's a big thing for me. I've always been adamant from, from back in my k and even back in my karting days that chemistry – internally is a huge thing racing is a is a job for me but it's a job that i want to be fun and the, the personal aspect of it is a big part of that having fun um so we we do we go out to dinner when we go to the track we sit and we take notes so we, you know look at the daytona test a couple of weeks ago um drive it back to the hotel we as soon as we get back we go down to the bar and, and have a drink or two and just sit and go over notes and um and keep it as lighthearted as you can right i mean you want to have a good solid friendly relationship it's not 100 percent work-based but you got to get some work in there from time to time so yeah that stuff's really really important to me and i, I feel like i'm pretty close with kevin's family uh, you know his wife jennifer and, and the kids um all, all know each other have all been around each other for a long time and have a lot of fun when we go out together and so i think that'll all, all translate and be a good thing here freak nation running on those general tires michael self getting set for the 2020 arca series and of course he gets cranking at daytona Venturini Motorsports, it's like the Hendrix or, let's say, the Stuart Haas Racing. I go on and on to the NASCAR Cup Series. What is it that Venturini Motorsports separates itself from everybody else in the ARCA Series? I, I think it's a little bit of what you just mentioned with, with the personnel that we have there, with Kevin Reed, Shannon Rush, even, even Billy over there. Uh, I think the knowledge really is power and those guys bring so much experience you know guys that have been around the arctic garage for a long time um they just bring a, a ton of that a ton of the experience over to what we do in the shop and then you add that with the resources that our sponsors like toyota and like sinclair give us um we're in a really fortunate position uh, we've got a, just a lot of resources around we've got a lot of good people you know strong personnel and it takes all those things as you guys know to put together a successful race program um and and billy's done that the last couple of years you know there was a time when his program kind of faltered a little bit i think billy will be the first one to sit back and say you know i i took a look at my program and i sat down with jack irving and and the guys over at toyota and said you know this is how we're going to turn things around it starts with with hiring kevin and then that went on to hiring shannon and it, it went on to building new cars the relationship they have with um, kbm over there everything that toyota brings and it's just been it's just been a flow of that kind of stuff that that has turned venturini into what they became last year a team that was capable of going out and winning 14 races and that that everyone knows when they show up to the track they're going to be the the ones that compete against Michael Self, Venturini Motorsports, had a great test. But what can you take away from the test? Everything is different when you start the season. The weather's going to be different. What did you learn at the test that you could take to that first race? Ah, it's, it's so hard to say is it going to translate when you get down to Daytona because when you go out and you run just three or four cars in a draft that are all teammate cars, it's, it's easy to just go one speed. Well, when you add 35 other cars in there and then your teammate cars are strewn all over the place, that's you get into a situation like what happened with me last year where you're kind of just the mercy of whoever you're around that's what makes that race so difficult that's why everyone i think as a, as a driver just kind of you know dis dislikes super speedway racing because you really just are at the mercy of whoever's behind you or whoever's outside of you and it's just 
takes so much out of your hands as a driver. But we had good speed at the tests, um, especially my car and the the 15. Um, that's the kind of thing that you want to you want to come back to the race and know that you've got a car that's stable in the draft, a car that has speed on its own because that's what it's going to take to pull out of line, um, to make moves, or to keep one line going. Um, and and when you have that kind of stuff, it does make the race a little bit easier. I've raced at Daytona with cars that were not as great in the test, and then cars that were really good in the test. And I know that you know having the mindset that you do have a good car on your own definitely helps. Definitely gives you a little bit more confidence and makes things. I guess a little bit more maneuverable, so to speak, in the race. Michael Self getting ready for the Lucas Oil 200 on General Tires at Daytona. Michael, there are some new tracks in the ARCA Series this year, Mid-Ohio, the Glen, Phoenix. You familiar with these tracks? Yeah, those tracks aren't new to me at all, actually. I couldn't be more excited about having those tracks on the schedule. Phoenix one that uh, we used to race used to race there twice a year back when we were in um, Canaan West, and I picked up a win there in 2012. I know I've got a couple of top three finishes there. And then Watkins Glen and Mid-Ohio, both tracks that I ran in the Xfinity Series back in 2015. But more so than that, two tracks I've been to more than a handful of times with the Trans Am TA2 Series, two tracks I'm extremely familiar with. I mean, I've been saying – I, you know, I've I've missed all my shots at getting uh, getting on a on a road course here the last couple of years in ARCA because the year that I came and ran full time, they uh, they took Road America off the schedule and I've mm-hmm. been dying to have a road course race back on the ARCA schedule. So now to get two of them this year is uh, something I couldn't be more excited about. Michael Self getting set for the 2020 season opener in Daytona here in the Freak Nation. One last thing for you in regards to Venturini Motorsports. What's the comfort level now with you with all this time in a successful car and a successful team? Is it just a different animal when you approach a, a new season versus when you're just not familiar with what, what's about to happen? Um, I think so. You, you look at that from a lot of different aspects. I mean, you look at all the tracks on the schedule now or tracks that I've competed at, um, except for Bristol and Memphis this year. You know, those are going to be two that we have to learn. But uh comfortable with all the tracks where last year there were quite a few tracks that I hadn't been to. Uh, comfortable with everyone as far as a team standpoint goes. This is, you know, my third year, second full-time year with Venturine. So the chemistry there is really good. The relationships there are really strong. Um, it's just been kind of nice to find a home. Obviously, everyone within the Arkham and Nard series, from an officiating standpoint, the way the series is run, um, just kind of gotten familiar with everything. And so it almost seems a little bit like routine, whereas a couple of years ago, you know, I bounced around quite a bit and raced in different series, raced for different teams. It's nice to just kind of have, have settled in. You don't have to worry about meeting someone new or learning how to work with someone new or how is this car going to drive different than that car. You know, you just get into a routine and kind of know what to expect. I think that's one of the biggest things. Michael, thanks for doing this, buddy. We'll see you out at Daytona and probably get you in here uh, several times throughout the season, dude. Yeah, I hope so. I'd uh, look forward to it. Always a pleasure to be on with you guys. Thanks, buddy. Cool. cool. You guys have a good one. You know, you listen to guys like Michael Self. We talk about this all the time. And, again, he's seasoned. Dude's been doing this for quite a while. But it's also just refreshing to have a cat like himself, Michael Self, who's been in the Freak Nation numerous times running on those general tires for the ARCA Racing Series. You don't know you're going to get a full-time ride <laughs> until you know a couple of weeks before the season starts. And with a big-time sponsor, I mean, you talk about satisfying your Jones. You just, you just, you just. I don't. It's tough to understand the mentality of a rider or a driver. You don't know what you're doing for the rest. Of, oh, hey, the phone. What? 
Do what? Wait, you got money? Yeah. Michael Self, full-time ride, hmm. ARCA series. And again, the ARCA series running on road courses, smaller tracks, a Daytona, a dirt oval. Probably the most exciting, at least as far as uh, tracks go. They're headed out to the West Coast. They're going to be running at Phoenix Raceway. Hey, come on. We, there, there's there's talk about expanding the series even more to other shorter courses and bigger venues. One thing I would like to mention, I, I meant to do it last segment, was Statman playing off of your Statman scat. I didn't realize that the Rolex 24 in the field had fallen off by 30%. You said 30% in the past five years? Yeah, I mean it's it, it they had like 54 55 yeah. uh cars in what 5 years ago 2016 I think it was and they're down to 38 this year. I mean that's a that's a big fall off mm-hmm. and uh I'm just glad that somebody is saying wait a minute. I mean Americans have had their own brand for a while and we're strong enough to withstand and world challenge proved that they got the gt3 cars they exploded gt3 came from everywhere and now it's in imsa uh you've gotta you can't be alone nowadays and you definitely can't force manufacturers to give you big checks uh when they don't want to where do you see this going stat because again i don't care what we say i'm Big of fans we are of sports car racing. Where do you see this going? Because it, it, I, it, that's the only way that this this series props itself up is with manufacturer and owner assistance. If they can get this right, and they've combined the top end of it, they already have GT three and GT four. And the biggest problem that people have about coming to America to race is that they don't want to take their uh, their GT3 car and come here and race in some against some hot rod and lose. Uh, they want to be able to race equally. I think the the biggest thing that they need to happen that needs to happen is for. NASCAR cup cars to be more like the uh, Australian V8 supercars. If that happens, then they don't have to worry about the fields falling off. And I think people are going to be more interested because the cars will look like cars in the showroom. Do you say that because you have some knowledge or is that just straight up opinion? Well, it's straight-up opinion, but they are moving in that direction. They're talking about sequential gearboxes uh, in the next version of the cup car, independent rear suspension. Uh, they're they're slowly moving in that direction. Now, whether or not they'll uh, let the cars look like cars in the showroom, that's anybody's guess. But they've got to do something because – People are staying away. Factories checks are getting smaller, and uh, it's getting to the point where I don't say nobody cares because people care, but that care is falling off, and they're going to have to do something to get the interest back. 
Speaking of NASCAR, did you guys see this story that Kyle Busch didn't have the greatest run at the 24 Hours of Daytona this weekend, but this was his, I think, I believe his first, first time at attempting this endurance race, and apparently he's not used to the sleeping during parts of the race and then needing to get up and drive in the middle of the night. Stop asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. Well, I'm going to keep banging on your motor home door because you're not answering your texts and because it's your turn to drive in 20 minutes. So get the freak up. No. Yeah, that happened this weekend. Yeah. He he even talked about it. He said that he had gone to deep sleep and they couldn't wake him up. And so then he drove a triple stint and he said during that first stint, his times were so low because his eyes just weren't open yet. <laughs> we all have those, right? Where we got about a minute, but we we wake up either out of a, just a crazy dream, or we just we wake up too early, or we're 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 woke by a loud noise or something, and it, it's thirty minutes sometimes before I I get my wits about me. So then go strap yourself into a multi-horsepower car and drive for about 200 miles an hour with those eyes closed. Yes. <laughs> no problem. All right, Freak Nation, second hour of the Freaks coming up. Cooper Webb, your 2019 Supercross champion, will join us. And more. Lucas Hall Studios, Speed Freaks Pits. Sports Radio, redefined. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800 485 6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. 
That's 877-360-0402. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the freaks. How you doing, Freak Nation? Second hour of the Freaks. Coming up this hour, Cooper Webb will join us. We're going to hear from your Rolex 24-hour race winner. Coming up in about 40 minutes, Ryan Briscoe. He'll be joining us. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks official on Instagram and, of course, Facebook and SpeedFreaks.tv. As I said at the top of the hour, the first show, excuse me, first hour, a little bit, uh, a little reserved tonight, given what's happened over the last uh, 12 hours or so in regards to Kobe Bryant and his family. We've got an update on some other members that were on the helicopter crash that uh, perished. But we move on. And Cooper Webb will be joining us in about 10 minutes plus. At the top of the second hour, that band is called Betty Blowtorch. And I had no idea about this. But Statman, given the fact that uh, you might have some free time on your hands, there is a documentary on Betty Blowtorch on Prime Video, I believe it is. That came out last year. It's it's oh, fun wow. to watch. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. I I haven't finished it yet. I don't know if there's any any video of us on stage with them. No, we did. We <laughs> brought them on stage. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, in our black, white, and yellow leather jackets that we had just received. Yeah, speed freaks. But actually, we've been reminiscing. Because of the Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant and others news tonight, we've been reminiscing on some of the very low, low, low of lows that we've experienced over the last 20 years of Speed Freaks. And to be honest, Betty Blowtorch is right there as well, because we did start to form a little bit of a bond with them. Mm -hmm. And then over New Year's, just about two years after we got to know them, we find out that the lead singer, Bianca, had died in in New Orleans, right? Car accident. Yeah, Yeah. car accident. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that. 
and just go through the lineage of musicians that we've lost in this 20 years of mm-hmm. of speed freaks and i and suave ha, have you got confirmation on what you saw it is th- that is what there's confirmation that in their memoriam go ahead and, and share this with stat man and the rest of the freak nation yeah so the grammys every year obviously they do an in memoriam segment where they you know talk about all the legends that had had died over the past year and Kobe Bryant was mentioned. Nipsey Hussle was mentioned. However, multiple tweets can confirm this. I didn't see it myself. There was no mention of Neil Peart, the legendary drummer and lyricist from Rush who died weeks ago from uh, cancer. Come on, Grammys. Be better. We've it, And it seems to happen, if not every other year, every year, every other year, that they forget someone of significance. Neil Peart, Neil Peart, depending on again where you're from, didn't resonate like Kobe Bryant. But when he passed, Twitter w- was on fire. The drummer for Tool, when he was accepting an award tonight, he gave a tribute, his his own personal tribute. He's right. calling him his hero. But yeah, so that goes on. Yet, yet the Grammys still forget. It was about an hour after that that they had their in memoriam segment. Come on. Oh, well, sorry, we could we could insert it in there. Oh, we got Kobe well, in there. That doesn't that doesn't make sense because on uh, CBS Sunday morning they had a, a series of they had a you know tribute to people who died in the past year and he was the Pert was in that series I don't know why they couldn't just taken that video and played it in the uh, you know I mean it, I don't know I, you and I both opinion television before Kenny we understand how insanity like that can happen but that just somebody's getting paid millions to produce this show and uh, you know doesn't make sense well there's our little tribute to Neil Peart again gosh 20 years of speed freaks and we probably couldn't count on our six hands, we'd run out of fingers on fantastic musicians, entertainers that have passed. Uh, we're going to pick this thing back up after we resume with some affiliates, Freak Nation. Get into some Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes and your 2019 Supercross champion. Grabbing himself a top five last night, State Farm Stadium. Cooper Webb will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. As we resume with a number of affiliates, thank you guys for hanging out. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Coming up, Cooper Wedd, 2019 Supercross Champion. And in honor of... Neil Peart not being honored in the memoriam tonight's Grammys from what we're understanding via Twitter we're going to have Rush underneath Crashers pit news and notes all right sounds good to me brought to our good friends at General Tire go to GeneralTire.com GeneralTire.com to get your tires for that righteous ride at GeneralTire.com
Crusher? Supercross raced in Phoenix, and in the 250s, it was Austin Ford. Winning the overall with a first, a first, and a third in the Triple Crown 12-minute moto format. When it came to the 450s, however, a little bit of a different story. For the first time in Supercross's Triple Crown history, short history, one rider swept all the motos and claimed the overall. That, after his first win, kind of claiming himself back last week in Anaheim, Ken Roxon putting an exclamation point on his last two weeks. The biggest story on the racing weekend, however, was the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. And like we say, you know, first day back at school because drivers are seeing each other after such a long offseason, especially those NASCAR drivers from November to January. But winning the overall was again Wayne Taylor Racing. They have claimed the top spot now. Four out of the last five years. That is crazy. This year's driver's driver lineup consisted of full-time drivers Ryan Briscoe and Ranger Vanderzandy, and they were partnered with five-time IndyCar champ Scott Dixon and last year's winner Kamui Kobayashi. Just stellar team. But we talked to him last hour. Arguably the drive of the decade was Ryan Briscoe because during his last stint, he lost all electrical controls. He pulled over <laughs> in the on the track and reset them himself. He missed a pit lane light. He was penalized, dropped a fourth overall, one lap down. But before he got out of the cockpit, he had the car not just back on the lead lap, but also in the lead of the race again. That guy, yeah. If you missed him last hour, check it out, speedfreaks.tv. Five total wins at Daytona now for team owner Wayne Taylor. In his post-race interview, he hinted he wants to take this group to Le Mans. Come on, Caddy. What you going to do about it? If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. You can choose from Phantom Fears. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. 
Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MavTV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Soul Studios, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Of course, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're there for you. Cooper Webb grabbed himself a top five last night, State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. He joins us now here in the Freak Nation. And he's your 2019 Supercross champion. And I don't know if there's a bigger fan of yours, Cooper, than our co-host, Crash Gladys. She was going bonkers last year and a lot of us were frankly it was a year where you surprised a whole hell of a lot of people in 2019 and then eventually getting that 2019 supercross championship did you have any clue that you were going to have this much of an impact in the 2019 supercross season uh not not as much as i did that's for sure i mean uh like you said i i had a so-so um few years before 2019 and then made the switch to the red bull ktm team and uh you know, I knew I was I was going to be better, but definitely wasn't expecting uh, the end the end goal with winning the championship. You know, I had gotten uh, ninth in this in the series the year before, so um, you know it's quite a big big jump to go from from ninth and never winning a race to you know ended up winning seven races and uh, thirteen podiums and and being on uh, being the, the champion that year, so. Pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Fresh off that Triple Crown night at State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, or Glendale, Arizona. And Cooper, you talked last year about changing teams. And this could be a rhetorical question, but you found a lot of success last year. Did the team itself make that big of a difference for your performance? You know, I think it was a little bit of everything. The, the bikes that they have with the KTM is an amazing motorcycle. You know, it, it had won the last, I think, five championships or so and, and supercross so uh you know i think the bike and the team alone the the resources they have and how much commitment they have to racing um as well as the program with all their the top trainer with Eldon baker as well as you know all the uh the team personnel with mechanics and um 
the managers is just it's the team to be on. So, um, man, it was uh, it was really cool to have that opportunity to work with them, and then uh, you know have have instant success with them as well. Cooper, I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but back in the day, and again, I, I go back to Jimmy Weiner, Jimmy Ellis, Marty Tripes, Marty Smith, Roger DeCoster, and when KTM came in, they were a laughing stock. And Ryan Dungey and crew helped put that put that to rest. Do you understand still the, the significance of what KTM is doing in motocross and supercross? Yeah, you know, like you said, I mean, I remember growing up as a kid watching the races and KTM you know, really being at the bottom of the totem pole. Um, it's crazy to see, you know, the, the turnaround in that quick, you know, you say 10 years or so, and um, going from, you know, probably the worst team in the pit to now one of the best teams. So uh, it's really cool to see, and they're constantly evolving. You know, they're even now they're, they're not satisfied ever. So uh, it's cool to see the involvement in the team and, uh, you know, all the great things they continue to do. Cooper Webb, it's great to have goals. We all chase goals in our career. You had a goal to get a championship. Now that you have that championship, that makes you a target. You're not chasing anymore, and now people are chasing you. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's all new this year compared to last year. Last year I felt like I came in pretty under the radar. And, uh, you know, like you said, we're, we're chasing, chasing that goal and that, uh, that dream. And this year, you know, it's kind of all different being this past champion and having that uh, number one plate. So it's uh, it's a little bit different of a perspective, you know, but it's it's also something that I, I kind of enjoy is that, uh, you know, we worked really hard for for a long time to, to have a number one plate on the bike. So to have, you know, the number one, I take a lot of pride in that. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot to, uh, to kind of handle at times, but, you know, that's kind of uh, part of being – I guess you would say a champion and, and kind of fight, taking those responsibilities and, and going out and, and trying to back up on, on why you have the, the number one plate. So, you know, a lot different than, than 2019, but uh, mm-hmm. so far it's, uh, you know, in 2020 it's, it's been a pretty good start to the season. So uh, I feel like like I have the, the right mindset and, you know, we'll just keep plugging away and we'll see what happens in 2020. Cooper Webb, stick and ball players like to have a label attached to their name like Pro Bowl or All Pro. When you first saw your bike with the number one plate signifying a championship, what'd you think? <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really kind of make me pinch myself moment, like you said, you know. <clears throat> when, the, when you win the title that night, you know, you, you soak it in, but I don't think it really hit me, like you said, until the first time I, I rode. Um, for this upcoming season, I saw the bike with the, you know, the number one plate on it, and that's when I was like, man, you know, this is real. So, uh, like I said, it's it's a pretty special moment. You know, you kind of look back. You know, I remember being a kid, and and that's all I ever wanted was to race Supercross. And then now, you know, getting the ultimate that you can in the sport, and then seeing the number one is is really kind of a a pinch you pinch me kind of moment and uh it brings back a lot of you know great memories but at the same time you know it's uh you've got to live in the present day and and try to you know keep keep it going and uh try to better yourself each 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 race ken roxon's riding his ass off is that your number one competitor to get back to that championship for 2020 
Yeah, you know, he has the points lead right now. So, I mean, obviously he's, he's the man in charge. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of great guys like last year. Um, you know, this year, too, there's there's Jason Anderson, who was the past champion in 2018. So, I mean, Ken Rockson, Eli Tomac. Unfortunately, my teammate Marvin Newskin is out with injury this year. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys, Justin Barsha, Adam Cinciarello. So, that's what makes our sport so difficult is, you know, there's so many fast, talented guys that that all have the speed and all have the fitness and the the motorcycles so uh you know that's what makes the racing so exciting is you really never know what's going to happen you know on saturday night when the when the starting date drops so uh but yeah i feel like we're in a good position you know 13 points behind the lead so uh you know a lot of racing left we're on round three of 17 so i feel like we're in a good spot Cooper Webb, Supercross champion, 2019. You ask drivers or riders what's their favorite track. It's it's different with Supercross, and I'm not necessarily with motocross, but Supercross, they yeah. change the tracks on all these different venues. If you took, let's just say you took the track out of Phoenix and put it in Dallas, or you put it in Anaheim, when you roll into State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, does it feel any different? Like, hey, I'm in Phoenix, or I'm just at work. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, each, each city has, has their own unique kind of qualities and um the dirt soil in each city is different and uh as well as the uh the stadiums like you said you know are, are unique in its own so it's cool coming here you know this is one of the bigger stadiums so for us it's it's uh one of the bigger tracks we have each year which is pretty exciting and then um the soil here is typically pretty pretty hard and and, and dry so um you know you kind of know that each year it's coming in here that this is going to be maybe a, a more hard soil, but uh, yeah, for me, Phoenix is a is a great place. I, I actually got my first ever professional win in Supercross in Phoenix uh, at the old Diamondback Stadium when we raced there. But it's still a cool, uh, you know, just the city itself is, is a cool place to. I enjoy coming here, and uh, you know, it's just a cool atmosphere. So uh, it's it's you know it's, it's exciting. Hey, Cooper, we had Justin Hill on with us last weekend in the Freak Nation, and some people know, I hope more people now know, that Justin Hill's big Jones off the bike is music, guitar, singing. Is there something about Cooper Webb? Is there a Jones that you have off the bike that may surprise some of us? Um, you know, I, I enjoy a lot of stuff. I think for me, um, surfing is something that I grew up doing, and my dad was uh, used to be a professional surfer, and and surfboards so uh i i think that's probably a hobby that i have that you know not a lot of people kind of know or expect a, a dude a dude living in north carolina has like surfing oh yeah man yeah over on the east coast um we we have the beaches there and stuff not the best but right you know that's what i grew up doing so it's, it's fun you ever want to get Get around and maybe a twenty or thirty foot wave and just see if you can kick nah, the ass. No, nah, not anymore. <laughs> maybe at one point, but no, nah, that that stuff's pretty crazy. So says, says the guy that's the, fifty feet in the freaking air jumping a hundred feet. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Every every sport is different. You know, for me that's pretty uh pretty I guess I'm used to it and that's in my comfort zone. So uh like you said, it's it is crazy those guys but you know, we, we do some crazy stuff ourselves. 
Look, man, it's it's great to get you in the Freak Nation. Congratulations on that championship, and don't worry about that target on your back, damn it, man. It's only going to get bigger and bigger as you climb, climb to the points lead, bud. Oh, yeah. No, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me on, and uh, thanks for everybody tuning in, and um, hopefully we'll have a, a great great race here. Yeah, boy. Thank you, Cooper. Yeah. And coming up in moments, your stat man, Scat, and we'll get to our interview with your Rolex 24-hour winner, Ryan Risco. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. I've never understood why Americans fought against global racing rule books, but I'm glad motor racing's new economic order has forced everyone to agree on some common racing formulas. Friday, IMSA and the people who run Le Mans announced new rules that will converge global hypercars and IMSA's new LMDH category starting next year. The smaller field at this weekend's Rolex 24 will tell you why. Entries are down. 30% in the last five years. Manufacturer disinterest in expensive rules speaks volumes. Again, car makers, especially their stockholders, want to sell cars, not just support motor racing with big budgets. Just understand that pragmatic people are being forced to make pragmatic decisions going into racing's future, and will all benefit as we head down this motor racing road less travel. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nazim. First question, Mike. While watching football's big game, you decided to eat the biggest mess of food. Super nachos, wings, sliders. Now your stomach's boiling back up toward your pie hole. Do you A, vomit, B, drink the pink stuff, C, take Nauzine 4-Minute Formula? Take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's 4-Minute Formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get Nauzine now in the purple box at Walmart or your favorite store. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. The big game is right around the corner, and the basketball season is off and rolling. And now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite teams. Every spread, every total, every winner, every loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through it all. BetOnline.ag has all of the big game wagering action that you could ask for, including everyone's favorites. The prop bets. How long will the national anthem go? Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? There are literally hundreds of props to bet on before the game even starts. 
So head on over to betonline.ag and use our promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on everything about the big game. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, betonline.ag. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Peart briefly in the memoriam. Got that. And I forgot this is another dude that we lost last year, Dr. John. This guy was so influential with so many bands in the 70s and 80s. I was on a riverboat on the Mississippi in New Orleans with him and Stevie Ray Vaughan. And I was doing a. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Doing a phone in back to Q102 in Dallas with Stevie, and we it was this was eighty uh, eighty seven eighty eight maybe. And again, remember what cell phones were back then? Big freaking huge ass Bad box. Phones. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing a phone in back to the station. I think his name was Ed Knight, the jock at the time, and say giving an update of on this riverboat with Stevie Ray and Doctor John. And I hand the phone over to Stevie Ray, and I do a phone in with Doctor John and. I just—I think I got back to my hotel, the Marriott, and just kind of looked out the window, going, "What is happening here, man?" Even then, I just—could you give us a recreation of what you sounded like back then? You know, I was probably like talking like this in my old Southern accent. I just couldn't get rid of it. Stevie, what's what's it like, Stevie Ray, playing on a riverboat in Mississippi? Jeez. Go back and listen to some of these shows over the last twenty years. I still feel like I fell out of the hay bale somewhere. <laughs> I think we all the street. There's room in the hay bale for all of us. <laughs> Making hay for 20 years. Yeah, I got some indibonics, some Midwestern drawl, and some Southern drawl. Yeah. And think about this. And please understand I'm not making light of the death of anybody of the last 20 years but of those 20 years there were several times when we probably should not have been on this planet (laughs) all due to speed freaks Uh, there probably was a nascar champion that probably was about to meet his death thanks to stat man in a golf cart (laughs) excuse me that would be a three-time champion (laughs) Tony, Tony Stewart, stat man, almost running Tony Stewart off into a 20-foot ravine on a golf cart. <laughs> you know, did I I told you that we talked at, at Daytona, and uh, I said, turn around and tell these – there's a line of people waiting to talk to him. 
I said, turn around and tell these people if I hadn't let up on that golf cart, you wouldn't be here right now. And he laughed and said, yeah, that was a little crazy. So even he admits that it was pretty stupid what we were doing. Angel Sampay, or what was her name back in 2001? What was it? Sealing. Yeah. Angel Sealing to Angel Sampay to Angel, Angel Savoie. Yeah. Her boyfriend at the time. Could, could have taken us out. After, that, he went after you with with the great camera. Intent. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness, Freak Nation! It's been uh, it's been a hell of a freaking ride, and uh, it's coming on the heels of the news today with Kobe Bryant, her daughter, and others uh, perishing in a helicopter accident. And I I thought. What was it, Crasher? You and I were talking about this, and I never put this together. Never put it together that you were asking. I think it was last week sometime asking about where would I like my ashes poured, <laughs> and I said, "Why not? Why not on not in the plane accident where Leonard Skinner crashed because of the significance of that in my life, but not to." Not, right around that time, I never made the connection that two of my t- all-time favorites uh, perished in aircraft accidents, Stevie Ray and Skinner. And that's, I never, ever thought about that. I thought, holy smokes. I could tell you I was talking to Scott Temple, Thursday Night Football. Newman Smith Trojans were playing at Standard Stadium, and I was coming through one of the tunnels. And Scott Temple comes up and says, hey, did you hear about Leonard Skinner? And I what? He goes, oh, I just heard their plane crash. And I went directly home and recorded Q102 and 98 KZEW on a cassette recorder for six hours. Stayed away. Just recording the breaks. And then I can I know I know what door jam I was standing in when Redbeard came up to me saying, Stevie Ray, it's confirmed. He did pass. And then, of course, today, when I'm standing right there by the island in our home, and, oh, my gosh, I saw the TMZ report, Kobe Bryant, dead in helicopter accident. Whew. And you go through, again, those last 20 years, Freak Nation, it is crazy how time has flown. And you just look, if you had a chance to see the memoriam of so many names that you recognize, of people that have passed over the last 12 months. On the Grammys, you're talking Yeah, about. sorry, on the Grammys, it is bonkers you know what's really crazy is when you consider that some of the stars in the nba now weren't even born when he started his career with the lakers Mm. you consider his 20 years at the lakers and he's been gone for what four years so yeah there's guys that are stars in the nba now who weren't even born when, um, like Zion Williamson, off the top of my head. Yeah. Luca. Luca Doncic. Trey in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Holy smokes! It's significant and curious. What kind of stories? What things? What kind of things will develop throughout the week? Even by tomorrow. Well, and- I think. Because we talked about this a little bit at the top of the show, and 
It was a little disturbing to me seeing some people pull out quotes from the accuser from the Colorado sexual incident many, many years ago. Here's here's what the way I wanted to think about this was we nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes, some of them worse than others. But if we look at Kobe Bryant for just that one mistake, which he admitted was awful and it was awful but we thought that he never did anything else with himself, that's that's totally cheating the man of the realities. When he became a dad, and I, I've read a ton of stuff today. I mean, I was f- infuriated over the, the whole sexual case in Colorado. But this man changed, and maybe he needed something to make him hit rock bottom to become the charitable person and to become the, the good dad that he ended up being down the road. And so I just... I hope that people kind of start to think about that. I mean, I went through personally with my brother. He cheated on my sister-in-law. but And at the time, we were all furious. But it's like, who am I to judge them if she's willing to go through whatever it's going to take to keep their marriage going, much like Vanessa did with Kobe, that I'm like, I can't criticize them for that. It's actually incredible that a couple can go through that together and become better because of it. So I just kind of hope people start thinking about that. Yes, it's a tragedy right now, and we do want to have a knee-jerk reaction into the negative stuff that just sticks in our crawl, but damn it. Until any of us are perfect, we, we just we, we shouldn't we shouldn't allow that. Freak Nation, coming up, we're going to hear from Ryan Briscoe, your Daytona 24-hour winner. And I'm sure reflect a little bit more on our last 20 years, the news of today, and more. More Freaks coming up. Like a dog without a bone and actor out alone, riders on the storm. There's a killer on the road. His Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. This is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No, that I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. 
You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detail rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Soul Studios, Freak Nation, coming up on 20 years, June of 2020. It'll be 20 years of us doing this damn thing. And back in the Freak Nation, once again, a Rolex 24 winner overall for the first time. When I say overall, the fastest damn car on the track. Ryan Briscoe joining us here in the Freak Nation. This is your third Rolex that you won. In other words, your third Rolex watch. You have two kids and a wife, and you. Uh, when the hell are you going to be able to get yourself a Rolex watch, Ryan? <laughs> um, I'm just a lucky guy, aren't I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you think about that, though, man. I mean, how many guys or how many drivers can say they've won three Rolex watches? That's huge. Yeah. Oh, it's it's crazy. I mean, um, it's such a difficult race to win, and there are so many deserving drivers and teams, you know, that that come every year and just fall short for some reason or another. And uh, sometimes it's just being at the right place. And uh, I, I knew that when I was signing to race with Wayne Taylor Racing that, you know, that gives you one of the best opportunities to win here at Daytona, though. I mean, if you think about it, this is Wayne's third uh, win as a team in the last four years. I mean, that's just incredible. So, um yeah, I'm, I just feel very lucky to be a part of the team and, uh, and, and uh, you know, be a part of the, the winning program today. Would you say, Ryan Briscoe, overall Rolex 24 winner joining us here in the Freak Nation, that you, what you just said is pretty incredible because you have Penske, Ganassi, I could go, Shank, regardless, I could go on and on and on. Do you think it's the fact that he has the familiarity of these long-distance races that he just knows the process, well, at least the best process to at least keep that car on the track? Well, I mean, that plays a huge part towards his success here at Daytona. Um, Wayne has won here as a driver. 
uh, a couple of times, and also Le Mans, and now as a team owner, I believe three times. So, I mean, it's just incredible. And I heard Wayne talking about that today, that he thinks, you know, just his experience and stuff plays a big part. Um, but it, it's the crew that he's put together, the engineering, and uh, I guess, you know, the drivers play a small part of it as well. But, um, you know, my teammates this year with, with uh, Renger van der Zander, who's my full-time teammate, Kamui Kobayashi and Scott Dixon. I mean, it was just a, a great group of guys. We all worked really hard together. Um, no egos, you know, just all towards one goal of, of winning. And, uh, you know, it, it was just a, a perfect recipe. Ryan Briscoe, you've been with great teams in the past. You know what it feels like when chemistry comes together and you feel like you can't be stopped. What was it about this Wayne Taylor racing crew that dominated a bunch of great teams and drivers in the Rolex 24 this weekend? Uh, Yeah, we were a bit surprised, actually. I mean, throughout all practice and qualifying, we were not the class of the field. And... um, but, you know, when when the green flag dropped, you know, we didn't go out blazing quick right away, but I could tell that over the duration of a stint, we were really strong. Uh, we seemed to be the easiest on the tyres, the most consistent over a long run. And I think that as the race played out, being such a, a green race, you know, with very few yellows, um, our pace of, our consistency of pace just really played uh, paid dividends. And... Um, that's what really made the difference in the end. Ryan Briscoe joining us here in the Freak Nation, overall winner for the Rolex 24 Hours, the 2020 version. And, yeah, it's just – let's talk about stints because you had arguably the most miraculous stint of the entire race or a stint <laughs> or a couple of stints, and you've had some crazy drives in the past. How Can you take us through even just a little bit mentally what you were going through with about four to five hours to go you first have mechanical issues, then you have an issue in the pits, you are relegated to fourth, you're a lap down, but you still, in that stint, you still manage to get the lead back. What is going on throughout your mind? Did that really all happen in one stint? I mean, I, yes. I just don't remember. <laughs> Everything is a bit of a fog at the moment. Like, um, yeah, it was crazy. Though. I, just, I just remember I got in the car and we had a huge lead, like almost a lap lead. And then it was within, like, 30 minutes. I'd had a mechanical issue, driven through the pits, and next thing I'm getting a penalty with a with a stop and hold for 60 seconds, and all of a sudden we're a lap down. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, what is Wayne thinking right now? <laughs> and, in fact, I think Wayne was almost to, on his way to Orlando back home. He was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> realize that but i just you know i was like okay we've got like four hours to go here so i just thought you know i've got to put my head down and just concentrate on what i can control and um yeah it was crazy i mean from a lap down we got lucky another yellow came i got the lap back and next thing you know i'm back with the leaders and and i just had to pick my way through and and the car was strong um it was incredible and next thing we've got the lead and i'm like oh my god this is awesome so (laughs) uh the rest is history Ryan Briscoe, the team did come back from a mistake. Do you allow yourself to go to that negative place to think that, well, maybe we just can't win it now? Or do you have to put that all out of your mind and keep pressing ahead? Um, yeah, I mean, 
you know, I think I drove for eight or nine hours a lot of places. <laughs> and uh, look, when the car, it switched off on me and I lost all the power steering, everything went dark and I thought we were done. And I just, my heart just fell to the floor and I thought, I cannot believe we're out of this race. Like, we're done. And I said that on the radio. I was like, guys, I think we're done. Like, mm. But then, you know, it was an electrical issue. I was able to reset it, and the car came back to life. And it was one of the most relieving moments uh, of my life, almost. You know, it was like, oh, we're still in the race. And uh, But, you know, that it's just racing, and, and that's sort of the... Um, the highs and lows you go through in a 24-hour race, you know, it's it's almost impossible for everything to go absolutely perfect for 24 hours. You're going to have issues. You just need to stay in the fight. Ryan, now what the hell do you do for two months? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'm going to try to stay out of trouble. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you know, my, I've got my two girls. They're three and six. Um you know, and they keep me really busy when I'm not racing. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a half marathon in March before Sebring, so I'll be doing lots of running and training for that. Um, but I don't have any races before Sebring. Uh, I'm just concentrating on the IMSA WeatherTech Championship this year. Um, we'll be doing, you know, lots of uh, meetings and so forth. Um, we might be testing before Sebring as well. But, uh, you know, the main focus between now and then is going to be uh, how can how can we win Sebring? Follow this guy on Twitter, on Instagram, Ryan underscore Briscoe, and I expect to see more photos of you and the family on the slopes too. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Any plans to get you in a open wheel car for the Indy Five Hundred? Um, I I mean I haven't been looking actively. Um, you know if if something good came up, you know I feel like I'm I'm still game for it, but you know I'm. I'm not out there searching for it because it's so stressful. And I did a few years of doing that. And, you know, I think I aged about 10 years in, in the space of two uh, searching for an Indy 500 ride. So um, I'm, I'm pretty content with my IndyCar career. Um, I'm excited about what I've got in front of me with, with sports cars. And, and I'm just loving it at the moment. Bam. After drives like this weekend, it's, wow. It's just, yeah, it's incredible <laughs> to see you behind the wheel. Love seeing some of the things you've done. But I do want to, before we let you go, I want to go back to Kenny's original question. You you are wearing your first Rolex watch that you won in Daytona. Nicole got the second one. You have two girls to fight over this third one. This is not going to be necessarily fun for you when you go home. Yeah. Um, I'm also bringing home two teddy bears. <laughs> so, um, you know what? If I present a watch to teddy bears, I think they're going to go for the teddy bears. So, <laughs> uh, well done. So this this watch actually is exactly the same one as the one that uh, I gave to Nicole two years ago. So now now we've got matching Rolexes. So it's it's beautiful. Isn't Man. that cute? Badass. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. uh, RB, I'm sure we'll get you back in the Freak Nation sometime within the year with uh, another win or two. Appreciate you doing this, buddy. All right. Well, thanks for having me, guys. You know, there's more difficult times that I've had on air, not because of difficult times going on, but because of certain things that are going on on TV. And when the Grammys are on, I like to pay a little bit of attention to the Grammys. 
given the fact that, you know, music's part of the fabric of what we all do and like to pay attention to what the hell's going on. Suave, will you again state what you told me about Billie Eilish? Billie Eilish won all four of the major awards tonight, which essentially is Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. Now, according to Wikipedia, she is now the third artist to ever win all four of those awards across their career. The other two, Christopher Cross did it in one year alone in 1981, and then Adele did it across multiple years between 2009 and 2017. But again, Billie Eilish is the youngest to ever do it. She just turned 18 back just recently, uh, and she won five total awards tonight, and uh, I cannot be happier. She's incredible. I love Billie Eilish. She's a great artist. Come on, man. A little bit of Yacht Rock? Christopher Cross? So, he and Billie Eilish are the only two to do it in one night? As If I read Wikipedia correctly, yes. Because, again, Wikipedia is the millennials' go-to source for factual information. <laughs> for but think about how difficult it is to do all of those major <laughs> awards in one night. Because, yeah, great musicians have done probably, what, three out of the four because you've got the Michael Jacksons or the princes of the world that can do all that. But go back to the beginning of their career. They didn't get that Best New Artist Award at that point. So, yeah, that's not an easy feat right there. Statman, I don't know if you're familiar with Billie Eilish, but as you heard Suave say, she just turned 18. And she created all of her music specifically for this album. She created it in her small bedroom with her brother. And I just kind of had... Little flashbacks and some TV that we did back in the day, UP and News 13 with one camera. <laughs> in fact, I was talking to somebody about that just a couple days ago. What was the name of the group that we were supposed to shoot out at the the Blockbuster Pavilion? Come on, Stat. Come on, don't don't beat me up over this now. Come on, I, you know. You, did I throw you a loop? You don't remember the name? Van Halen. Yeah. Eddie Van <laughs> yeah. Halen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. At the time, with, with, with Van Hagar. Sammy Hagar. Yeah, we had the okay to shoot portions of Van Halen at was it Blockbuster Pavilion or Glen Helen? Yeah, it was Blockbuster uh, Pavilion, mm-hmm. and we were going to do the a Saturday night show live backstage, and the first two songs of the concert live on our air. <laughs> But I just I just remember you calling me <laughs> and giving me the news. <laughs> and we, we weren't we weren't texting back in those days, but to say, you know what, uh, we're not going to have our live shot with Van Halen. 
because of something or other. Oh, man. Uh, that was at everything. I don't know how long you and Triple F worked on that deal. But, <laughs> right. You know, who's, who could show the two songs live on a TV station? I mean, it, it just... Yeah. It just, it just makes no sense. And the best part about it was our news director, right? Our news director, Steve Cohen, was all for it. Oh, yeah. He even gave me like a day with to go out there with the crew to make sure we could get the signal live out of there. And, uh, yeah. Oh, mm. I, you, you know why they didn't want to do it? It just came to him. You know why they didn't want to do it? They didn't want to pay the overtime to the crew. <laughs> there it is, Freak Nation. Oh, yeah, but 20 years of the Freaks. Happy to be here. Uh, we will do it again next week, but it will be a pre-recorded or a best of because I could guarantee. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a best of. We're, we're Super Bowl yeah. in it, baby. Yeah, It'll we be learn- 75 to 74 by the time we come to the <laughs> Yeah, we stopped doing a live show probably, what, 10 years ago? For the Super Bowl, yeah. yeah. I'll never forget, we were on air as our Lucas Oil friends are sitting in a rain audience in, I think that was Miami, and watching the Colts win, and we're all looking at each other like, what are we doing? Why are we on the air? <laughs> Why are we on the air? <laughs> Nobody cares right now. <laughs> oh, man. Kiss him while you got him. Who you got in the game? Oh, yeah, uh, but 49ers. Let's go. Chiefs. 49ers. Step man. Got to go, gotta go with the Niners. Niners. Got to go with the Niners. Even though I just want to see a hellaciously high-scoring game. I want to see Mahomes go off. I want to see the running gotcha. back core of the 49ers. Go. Okay, yep, okay, bye. Shoot the juice to the <laughs> moose of Statman. Cut it loose. Motorsports Radio, redefined.